What's up, podcast people? That uh, lovely tune you heard was hopefully familiar to you. Uh, it's familiar to myself. I am Shane. Uh, welcome into the Out of the Loop podcast. Uh, I have just one friend with me today, <laughs> and that's uh, Rodney. A.K.A. Helmet, the Rod Pod Squad. How are you guys doing? I'm excited to uh, be out of the loop on something, but in the loop on this um unfortunately matt couldn't join us today uh you know he's school he's trying to upgrade his gray matter which is amazing um but i do need to shout him out because he came to the booth and uh <laughs> said pod squad so matt how you doing shout out thanks for coming to tucson comic-con and supporting the ugly face stories um patrick gimber said all three so nice patrick thank you for coming out but uh, did you have fun I had fun. I had fun. It was exhausting, though. Yeah. I think this is... I don't know. I'm debating whether going back next year, just yeah. because it was so tiring. Um, I did well. I did, that was probably the best show I've ever had, but it felt like there was less people, and uh, the other vendors were telling me that it was because Blizz, Blitz... No. BlizzCon was going on. Blizzard Entertainment with, like, World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. That was going California, on. yeah, yeah, and then it was also um, homecoming for a lot of high schools. Uh, so it's bad timing. Yeah, gotcha. It was good. Good. Yeah, no, I went on Saturday. It was uh, it was fun. I had the my two youngest, so that was a bit of a chore, but uh, <laughs> they they didn't seem to enjoy it. So um, yeah, definitely. I like I said, I I talked to you about. It. I I'm think I've I've thought about the last few years trying to get a booth so I could sell my uh, Comic-Con bags. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of Comic-Con bags, and uh, I wouldn't sell my collection, but I would sell my extras. How many extras? I have a lot of extras. Okay. Like 150 plus. I imagine, depending on the price point, but people would probably buy them. I think, like I said, I think if I could get one of those, the cool displays you got, you know, behind you and just hang them up and put them out there, I think I could move a few of them. I don't know if I could move enough to justify the booth, but... Probably not. We could see. Because you'd have to sell for like two, three bucks a piece. Oh, I was selling for more than that. Really? Yeah. You think they go for that? Yeah. How much do you think... The the base value for all of them for me is like five bucks. Um, But, you know, some of the the different ones are like, you know, 10 to 20. You know, Supernatural one is is a really good one. Those generally tend to be more, but... uh, I would probably start for ten, but go for deals and let them talk me down. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, all right. So, what are we going to talk about today? So, Matt is not here, and I would like to talk about my favorite comic book. Okay. And, what and comic book is this? hint, hint, spoiler alert from the intro music that we had, uh, Walking Dead. That's a comic book. It's oh, a comic okay. book. Yes. Oh, I thought it was just an AMC TV show. No. Uh, 
fun fact, it started out as a comic book. Yeah, Robert Kirkman, a uh, big zombie fan, uh, he said this in multiple interviews and uh, in letters in his uh, comic books that he wishes that like uh, Night of the Living Dead kept going. You know what I mean? His his thing was to make a zombie movie that didn't end. Oh, okay. Um, and that was his inspiration for doing uh, The Walking Dead. Um, you've read uh, quite a bit of it, haven't you? Uh, I would say probably halfway. Because right. what does it go to? 193? 193, yes. Yeah, I think I... Actually, I don't think I even went halfway. I went to, like, 90. Yeah. Okay, so I think what we'll do... Um, it recently just came to an end. Uh, just a few months back, uh, I think we'll gloss over, just kind of get to hit some high points on issue one through probably issue 190, and then we'll go a little more in depth into the last three. Okay. Volume one, right? So comic books nowadays are collected in uh, trade paperbacks, what they call, so they can resell the story for cheaper. Um, we're introduced to Rick Grimes, right? Sheriff from Kentucky. Uh, he's shot. Is it Kentucky? Oh, I don't know. It's actually Kentucky. I thought it yeah. was Tennessee. Uh, there's a, a a variant of number one that came out not too long ago. I think it was in the last two years. Uh, Cynthiana, I think, is where he's from. And uh, Walking Dead Day, there was a huge thing there, and there's a really cool cover that came out. Oh, cool! From there, so um, he's shot right and wakes. He's goes down, uh, wakes up in the hospital, and nobody's there. Right. Right. He stumbles out. He comes upon, you know, that iconic, uh, they did it both in the comic book and the TV show, you know, don't open dead inside, um, you know, eventually gets dressed, goes outside, sees that kind of crawling zombie again, iconic, um, eventually finds his way to, I think he went home, right? He met, that's where he met uh, his neighbor, right, uh, Morgan, right, um, and then, you know, Morgan has his son, but his uh, wife is dead. And, uh, you know, long story short, he makes it to Atlanta, where he meets up with Glenn, right? Yes. He meets up with Glenn, and then, uh, you know, Glenn kind of saves him, and then they take him back to the outskirts of town, where he's reunited with uh, his partner, Shane, and then his... Were you named after Shane? I was. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. That is a total lie. Um, <laughs> and reunited with his uh, wife, Lori, and their son, Carl. Right, right, uh, right, along with a number of no coral, along with a number of other characters that we come to know. Um, volume two, miles behind us. So Rick quickly becomes the leader of the group. Right, he's a sheriff. He's a natural-born leader. Um, they leave the outskirts of Atlanta and travel um, further away, and uh, they find a few places along the way, but they're overrun with zombies uh, or walkers, as they call them. And eventually, they find the prison. That's right. Well, in Volume 1, did they really... Do, they did the covering of the guts to walk amongst the zombies, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was... Also. I remember yeah. in the show. I, I couldn't quite remember. It was in the comics also. Okay. Yeah. And, and remember, uh, uh, Carl shoots Shane. Remember? Because him and uh, Lori kind of got together. Yeah. They thought Rick was dead. Um, and I know in the, the TV show, they, they talk about Judith... Right. right, being Shane's, and not, oh, that's not right. Carl's. Well, hinted, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, so we go to the prison, uh, volume three, safety behind bars. Um, the the group meets 
some inmates from inside so that some you don't know if they're inmates or if they're prison guards or whatever um, so that was a cool story interaction um, you know some people die and actually some people commit suicide right in this in the comic book uh, Carol is crazy yeah I remember yeah this she one, was yeah. she was uh, all over Tyrese but then I think him and Michonne hooked up at one point right. and then she like fed herself and too. yeah and then yeah, she, she was trying to to get with a zombie and the zombie just ate her and it was, yeah she was you crazy. You love me or something she like that. She was crazy. Um, Sally Field, like, acceptance of the word. You really love me. <laughs> Volume 4, The Heart's Desire. Um, you know, they kind of take control of the prison more. Um, this, like I said, this is where Michonne arrives. Um, Rick's leadership is questioned. That's kind of a, a running theme in uh, throughout the books. Um, then we go, this is where we come upon Woodbury. Okay, right? And the governor, right? And the governor, right? So the governor is one of the the, the big bad bad guys in the in the story. Um, in the comics, you know, the governor actually tortures and rapes Michonne, right, um, right? Which is not in the show. It's you know the show is kind of a PG version of actually what happened in the books. Uh, volume six, the sorrowful life. Looking uh, through, so they escape Woodbury. Um, take a lot of the people with them, right? Because they, they, they realize that the governor is uh, a bad guy. Um, the governor is actually mutilated by Michonne, so revenge. She takes out one of his eyes. I think she cuts off like one arm and one leg or both legs or something like that. Um, and then uh, volume seven, The Calm Before. This is where uh, the group, uh, you know, just trying to live and the governor, right? So he finds the prison, and then this is where uh, he attacks. There's a really cool scene where he's actually on a tank, right? You know, and he's got his eye patch and his one arm pointing, and you know, kill them all. That's kind of a good thing. I've got a couple shirts that have that on there. Uh, volume eight, made to suffer. Um, so the governor attacks the prison, but retreats, um, and basically the, the attack happens. You know, in the scrum. Um, you know the, the governor is basically just wants to he just wants to kill everybody he doesn't really want to take over for having the prison because it's a really cool place um, in the melee you know Rick and Carl are able to leave but Lori and Judith die I remember that yeah. somewhere and it's the baby's hand right yeah. so she, she's holding the baby and then it's basically like they're falls caught over. in a glass and it like yeah. devours them both right? yeah I think it was like a shotgun or yeah. something yeah that killed them um, so that's you know one of the big uh, shocking things that happen. Yeah, and then the big differences between you know the show and uh, right. and the comic book. Um, and he's the first main antagonist that they've had besides these zombies, right? Who? Uh, the governor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he's one. Well, I mean Shane was kind of in the beginning, but you know, real bad guy. Yeah, yeah. definitely the governor. Um, volume nine. Uh, here we remain. Uh, so the prison obviously was attacked. Um, you know, Rick and Carl are on the search for shelter. Uh, Rick kind of starts to lose it here. Um, there's a cool interaction where, you know, the power's off, right? There's no power, there's no grid or whatever. But he has a phone. And. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember this. You know, late at night, he's by himself. Because they did this in the show too, right? like the hinted part of it I think so yeah and he picks up the phone 
it's like he's talking to Lori. Right. You know what I mean? There's nothing happening. It's all in his head, but, you know, it shows some cracks in the, the leadership. Um, you know, they kind of meet, meet back up. You know, when the governor attacked, everybody kind of split, right? Yeah. So they meet back up and uh, they meet up with New. This is, so this is the introduction of Abraham, Rosita, and Eugene. Um, and See, I think I stopped reading around this time. So this is where, uh, you know, Abraham, I believe Rosita too, they're both former army. And Eugene is just really smart. Right. He's kind of awkward, but he's really smart. And he says, you know, we're on a mission to get to Washington, D.C. because I know how to cure what's happening. I know how to stop this. Um, and, you know, Rick and the, the, his group decide, okay, well, let's go. Um, volume 10, what we become. Um, they collect weapons along the way. They find Morgan is still alive because um, they're going back through kind of Rick's hometown. Um, but his son is dead. Right. Right. But he, he's keeping him alive, right? Not, not alive. But like his own. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like um, the governor, right? He kept his yeah. daughter Penny alive, well, right. well, alive, took chained up. Um, volume eleven: Fear the Hunters. Um, you know they're continuing on their way to Washington, um, but they're being hunted by someone in the woods. Um, they meet. This is where we introduce to Gabriel. He's a pastor. Um, you know, has kind of a dark past. Um, uh, the hunters are cannibals, and is one of the cool things was, uh, you know, they 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 captured Dale. Oh and no, I remember this part. Yeah, they captured Dale, right? And you know, he wakes up and his his legs missing, mm -hmm. and you know, it turns out that they're eating it, and you know, he gets this, he starts laughing, and then he shows them that he was bit, and they they basically spoiled meat. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. Um, he eventually dies, um, and. Uh, what, what's her name? Andrea. Um, she had a sister early on, but she died. Right. And, uh, That's when they got talk, uh, attacked at the uh, campsite, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, her in, in the book, you know, her and um, the old man, they, they kind of had a thing together. So for a, a long time after he died, he kinda, she kind of wore his uh, bucket cap. You know what I mean? The, oh, right. The kind of uh, Gilligan, Gilligan hat that he used to wear. <laughs> Um, Dale, that's right. So, Volume 12, Life Among Them, uh, continuing on to Washington, D.C. Um, this is where they found out Eugene was lying to them this whole time. You know, he was just trying to be more important than he actually was. Survival. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Um, they meet a man named Aaron, and Aaron was basically a scout um, for Alexandria. Okay. Um, this is a big uh, plot point in the TV show, you know, because they kind of use that. Um, you know, it's a community basically, and he's basically searching out for people that could benefit the community. Um, the the leader of the Alexandria is Douglas, um, and this is where you know Rick's group gets there but they kind of you know realize that you know they they're weary of groups already with kind of Woodbury and the governor so they, they kind of see that you know Douglas isn't all that he's cracked up to be uh, volume 13 too far gone um, you know Rick's group is settling into Alexandria they take jobs uh, you know Rick is you know he was a former sheriff so he's gonna be kind of a peacemaker 
um, at Alexandria. Uh, so there's an attack on Alexandria by a, a massive herd of uh, walkers, and you know to to save them, Rick takes command, right? Um, volume 14, no way out. Um, Rick and company step up as you know, take basically taking over Alexandria, um, and then they discover that. You know they're not as secure as they they thought they were. Uh, the zombies horde, you know, basically broke down their fences, um, and then they overrun the community. Okay. Um, during the battle, so the, just a massive horde came through and pushed over the walls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So during that battle, uh, the leader is killed, um, but before he shot Carl in the eye, oh, and you would okay. think that getting shot in the eye would kill you. <laughs> but it does not. Did they shoot it at an angle? I, it must have been. And so he just got kind of the front part and went out of his temple or something like that. Uh, Carl survives, but he's got this you know, gnarly scar in one of his eyes. Uh, volume 15, we find ourselves. <clears throat> um, you know, they're recuperating from the attack. Um, and, you know, Rick just further takes over, makes these long-term decisions to, you know, make sure Alexandria survives. Um, Carl wakes up from his coma and you know the like I said Rick's leadership is in question it's like I said again that's kind of a common theme he comes in he takes over and the people aren't sure about him uh, but eventually he kind of uh, you know pushes himself and says I am you know I'm the guy during this whole time are they still screaming Carl all the time because he's out <laughs> gallivanting everywhere uh, that was a TV show thing. You know what I mean? I mean, he's. Yeah, uh, I swear, it was like every other scene. I was like, Carl, Carl. It was like Lost. Uh, Walt. Yeah, Walt. Walt always disappeared. Carl and Walt are best friends. Um, yeah. I mean, that, like I said, that was more of a TV thing, especially with, uh, you know, the actor that played uh, Rick. You know, okay. he had that British accent that kind of came out when he started screaming stuff. Um, volume sixteen, a larger world. <clears throat> so. This is where this is where another community comes in, uh, the hilltop, um, and then basically you know two communities that are just trying to survive, and they come together basically to hey how can we benefit each other? You have more of this and we have more of that, so can we trade? Um, you know you have this skilled worker, we have that skilled worker. Can we you know benefit each other? Uh, volume 17, something to fear. You know, this takes us into issue 100, and one big character is introduced in issue 100. Who's that? Um, Negan. Negan. Okay. And who does he kill? That I don't know. Was oh, it the same as in the show? Uh, one of them. Glenn. Yeah. So this was a big, big reveal. Because yeah, like he was the, one of the biggest characters, right? Yeah. So you know, after <clears throat> you know, the governor is basically Negan kind of taken over that big bad mantle um, he he kills Glenn uh, Abraham is is killed but in a different uh, fashion Abraham oh he killed Abraham too huh Negan killed Abraham uh, differently though it wasn't him it was uh, I think it was the group his group the saviors oh, that okay. killed him yeah but it was you know that the whole one where they line him up, that's what, that was when they killed Glenn. Oh, okay. That way. Um, and then this is kind of the, the big battle to, you know, basically that leads 
eventually is going to lead to all-out war. Um, volume 18, what comes after? Um, the, you know, Negan basically takes over and says, you're under my protection. I will keep the walkers away from you, but you need to give us half of all your stuff, right? And it's kind of a dictatorship. Um, the the story goes along where they're they're playing along, but, you know, in the, the back shadows that they're kind of planning against him. Um, this is where we meet Ezekiel, right? He's got the tiger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the story time guy, medieval times. Um, the king, right? The kingdom, yeah. The kingdom. King Ezekiel, and he, he, he resides in the kingdom. Um, volume 19, March to War. So this is, we're getting closer to all-out war. <coughs> Basically just the leaders of the communities talking together, saying how are we gonna uh, attack Negan. Um, volume 20, All Out War Part 1. Uh, so basically Rick, you know, and they start the attacks. Um, this, up to this point, the you know, the story's been fine, but the All Out War kind of gets a little stale. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're all fighting. When did that one come out? 17? What? All Out War, that, that arc. What year? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh. So I remember San Diego Comic-Con selling those comics. Yeah, yeah. I bought those and I resell them. <laughs> right? Oh, I have a copy that I need to sell, too. Um, so All Out War, uh, basically, you know, the the communities band together and they take down Negan. Okay. Right? Like, kill him or...? Uh, his throat is slashed, but he survives. Just like the gunshot. Just they, like they, they slay his throat exactly. at, at an angle. Okay. Exactly. Just the, the other side from the vein. Um, <laughs> no major arteries were damaged. So volume two, sorry, volume twenty-two, uh, a new beginning. So this is kind of a reset, refresh for the story. <coughs> it's a two-year jump, and on the cover is uh, I believe her name is uh, Magda, Magda. and. Magda the Mighty? No. No. Magda. And, you know, she... She never... Because, you know, they reset the story and they jump and I... That was cool for me because reading it, you know, you get kind of over what's going on. You know what I mean? And all at war and blah, blah, blah. Um, but then you jump two years. So you don't even know who's alive, who's dead. You know, you read into the story and you find out, oh, okay, well, Rick's here and this new group, Magda, is there. Um, but you don't see Michonne for a long time. Um, and it's, it, it, it actually made it very interesting. Um, okay. But the, the Magda character didn't turn out to be anybody special. She was just somebody to put on the cover. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, volume 23. Um, and Negan, this is where you find Negan is still alive. Um, but he's imprisoned basically under one of the houses, I believe, in Alexandria. Okay. They've created a cell for him. I thought Alexandria was overrun with zombies. Like the horde pushed on all the walls. Yeah, but they regrouped and. Yeah. Volume oh, yeah. um, 23 Whispers into Screams. Um, this is where a new, <clears throat> new group comes, and they're called the Whisperers. Um, they're led by this woman, Alpha. And her second in command, Beta. Alpha and Beta. And basically, they they kill zombies, skin them, and wear their That's skin. Fucking disgusting. So they can walk amongst them. 
and they wash like what did it tear apart and I don't I think they have multiple you know what I mean they're constantly killing and skinning so they can you know replenish their clothing um, but you know in this time in the the two two-year jump you know Eugene's a big part of the strategy of the community and survival and he's able to herd you know big hordes so they don't hit the towns and there's big um, patrols that go out and like I said they're able to divert zombies away just by you know riding on horses and loud claps and stuff like that um, but the whisperers uh, first it you know they're introduced and you think that the zombies are evolving Oh, okay. Because, because they stopped following. Yeah, because and they yeah they're very smart, and you know what the, I forget who it was, but one guy is basically in a ditch and they're walking on the other side of the ditch and he hears them talking. So like I said, you're kind of believe that they're evolving, but it's just these people in the zombie suits. Oh, so someone sees the two whisperers talking. Yeah, well he hears them. He sees the group of zombies, but then he hears it. Oh, okay. So he's thinking, oh shit, you know, what's happening? Are they communicating? Uh, but it's just these people. But the people, the whispers, they're they're smart. They they're able to manipulate and herd them, you know, the zombies themselves into hitting communities and stuff. And because they're immune to their attack or whatever, how come they're immune? Like uh, like Rick and Glenn, oh, they're right? just camouflage. Yeah, they, they're not actually like immune from no. So they they put on you know the zombie guts and they can walk amongst them. It's the same thing, like the the smell or whatever. It makes them think that they're one of each other, so they won't attack. Right. Okay. Racist. <laughs> right. Um, Racist. Volume twenty four, life and death. Um, Carl kind of is intrigued by the whisperers. And he eventually hooks up with a young whisperer girl. It's Alpha's daughter. Oh, okay. Um, and there's, you know, there's this thing like, you know, they're the whispers are like very militaristic, very kind of dark side. You know what I mean, where you know you're either with me or against me, and they're really tough on each other. And you know, the the daughter that he hooked up with. You know, basically resents the things, and he's able to turn her to to their side. Um, and then, uh, so basically, I'm gonna kind of skip over some of this stuff. Negan uh, meets with Alpha at one point, and he's kind of intrigued by her. Um, I, th I, first, I think Rick set him free. I don't remember. He was like, you know what, stuff. You know, you've been forgiven or whatever. Negan kills Alpha. Oh, yeah, okay. just because she's bad and he should, he needs to get rid of her. Um, the so the whispers are taken care of. Um, actually, I guess he escaped. Okay, he escaped and then killed her, and then went out on his own. Um, whispers, certain doom. They steer zombies to the ocean. Uh, they try to survive. Um, so in the end, there's a new community, right? It's called the Commonwealth. And <coughs> the, the leader is Pamela Milton. Um, she's the Commonwealth's governor. So we have a new 
kind of governor, leader, um, they're obviously weary of new people anyway. Um, so this, it, it's, a, it's a really good community, um, but they're, you know, Rick is idealistic. You know what I mean? We, we've survived these zombies that have killed the world. We need to remake the world into something better than it was. You know, because before there was class systems and rich people were better than poor people because they had more money. Um, and so his communities have been idealistic like that. But when they get to the Commonwealth, it's back to what it used to be. There's first class citizens, second class citizens, and third class citizens. You know I mean, so the leaders and all the important jobs like the lawyers and doctors and stuff are, you know, higher than everybody else. And then there's the people that are below them. So it turns out to be, like I said, initially they thought it was a really good place, but then there's these cracks that start to show um, when they get more into it. And this will take us into uh, the last three issues. Um, you know, Rick gets into the community, and because he's Rick and because he's this great leader, you know, people start to realize you know, hey, you can maybe save this place because, you know, there's, there's like these soldier guys and, you know, they're treated like crap because they're the soldiers and they're just told what to do and they're not um, allowed to voice their input on what they do. They just do what they're told. Um, so they're kind of the group that, you know, rallies to Rick and says, hey, can you help us out? And the, the leader, Pamela Milton, has a son named Sebastian and he's just this spoiled brat you know, whereas she kind of sees what's going on. She doesn't want to change, um, but he is completely against it, the, the son. And uh, basically what happens in uh, 191, you know, Rick, uh, his group, and the Commonwealth group are basically going to go to war. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. it, it's to that point where, you know, the Commonwealth, you know, the higher-ups from Commonwealth don't want it, and then the lower people from the Commonwealth are with Rick. So they're gonna fight. You know, Rick eventually stops it. You know, he gives this impassioned speech about, you know, we need to live together and this whole thing, you know, like I talked about, we've survived so much so far that, you know, we need to be better, we need to make a better world. Um, and eventually the, uh, what's your face, the Pamela Milton, she's arrested, right, because everybody votes says okay you're right you're right you're in charge um, and he's kind of initially like you know I don't really want to be in charge but she definitely shouldn't be in charge um, did they have this in the TV show or hint at it a little, a little bit I don't know I haven't uh, gotten that far okay. like I said I haven't I haven't watched like the last season so okay from what I saw it hasn't gotten there yet oh, for some reason I felt like I think they've hinted at uh, they hinted at, a they hinted at the Commonwealth yeah. but I don't know if they're there yet okay um, so basically, 191 ends with uh, the son, Sebastian, busting into Rick's room, you know, saying, you know, what have you done? You're, you're ruining our place. You know, we had it good here. Why did you have to even show up? And he shoots Rick. What? He shoots Rick in the chest. Um, and the 191 ends, you know, with, you know, Rick saying basically, what did you do? As he's spitting blood out of his mouth. Oh. So this whole time, you know, we've had Rick 
the the main guy being in charge. Everybody yeah. else dies but him. <coughs> That's like a shitty way to kill off your main character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so we get we'll it. See. We get into 192, um, and he's still alive in 191, right? I guess. Um, so you we get into one. Oh, was it an angle shot at the chest? No, it was a it was a chest shot, and we begin one ninety two with, you know, Rick still, you know, what what have you done? What have you done? And then you know, Sebastian's kind of, oh, I'm sorry, I I, I don't know what I was doing. I was just upset, but then he shoots him like five more times. What? So he's dead for sure. This motherfucker. Um, you know the the panels. <laughs> and he drops the gun, right? Leave the gun, grab the cannoli, um, <laughs> and he, he runs off. Um, you know, we kind of go through the panels where it's overnight <clears throat> and it gets to morning. And, you know, Carl wakes up. You know, he's feeling good because, you know, the, the Commonwealth is in a... Was Rick in his own house? Yeah, he was oh, in his own... Okay. Basically a, a, a hotel. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because he's visiting the Commonwealth. And was his gun, like, silenced? I don't remember. It might have been. Silence pistol. Let's look. Uh, cause I'm sad. Yeah, it had a silencer on it. Okay. Yeah. Someone would say like, pop, pop, pop. Uh, you're gonna wake up. So he said, you know, Carl wakes up. He's having a good day. He go get some coffee. Um, he, he was having a good. Day. He was having a good day, and he goes to his dad's room. He notices that the door's open, Ooh. right? And then he gets in there, and he sees his dad as a zombie. And instinct kicks in and he shoots him in the head. Jesus! Right? Well, he's already dead. What, yeah. are, you, what are you gonna do? Um, that fucking sucks. And this is where he kind of realizes what's happening and he breaks down. Um, you know, the rest of 192 goes, you know, just the community dealing with what Sebastian has done. So they know. <clears throat> how did they find out Sebastian? I don't know. They just. Sebastian did it. I'm a, yeah, I'm assuming, yeah. He's, he's a little punk guy. Um, he's basically locked up. Um, you know, they're going to have a trial and whatever. Um, there's a... Carl's going home to Alexandria. He's going to take Rick's body with him. And it's really cool. It's really moving where basically the whole community comes out. Because at this point, you know, the hilltop, uh, the kingdom, basically everyone from there has come to the Commonwealth to fight for Rick, essentially. Um, so they they don't want to stay there anyway. So they all basically a big funeral procession back to Alexandria to um, pay their respects, essentially. So, um, so yeah, same author the whole time. Yeah, or, uh, author, uh, same artist too. No, so uh, Tony Moore uh, did the first six issues, but I think he did like twenty or something covers. Um, starting with issue seven, it was Charlie Adler. Um, he did basically seven through the end. Oh wow! Um, so, at the end of 192, basically, you know, they do a letters column. Uh, <clears throat> you know, Kirkman puts in, you know, you know, everybody basically has to die, you know, in this world. Um, and now that Rick's dead, you know, who do we focus on? Um, and he kind of gives a hint at the end because uh, Negan's a, a potty mouth, especially in the book. Uh, he says, see you next month, and with Rick Grimes gone, who will be the focus on the series? I'll give you one fucking fuckity guess, you fuckers. <laughs> so you think it's going to be Negan. Gotcha. Uh, and then we get to 193. Um, and this, I think this adds to the genius of Kirkman 
his storytelling, nobody knew the series was ending. Um, he played it off. He had even fake covers put out because I guess in the trade industry, you know, you have to push ahead on your cover so they can advertise and whatever. And he had the artists make fake covers for all this. Um, and when it came out, it was initially called the Farmhouse. Right. Um, That's the first printing. Yeah, the first printing. Um, and you know, pretty cool cover of a zombie walking up to a farmhouse essentially. Um, and the story starts out that way, where <clears throat> you know there's a zombie. You know, we're used to zombies; they're very Probably, prevalent yeah. in the in they're the pigeons now. Exactly. And uh, you know, as it gets closer to the the farmhouse in question, uh, a sword takes the top of its head off and kills it. Uh, and it turns out that it's this older, bearded gentleman with an eye patch. Oh, okay. Um, who do you think that is? Carl. That's Carl. Carl. I don't know how many years after uh, 192 this is, but it's you know a significant amount of time. Uh, Carl basically kills a zombie. Um, <clears throat> him and Sophia are m married. Sophia was right. Carol's daughter. She died in season two. She died very early, but she survived in, in the, the book. Um, they have a daughter, and you know Sophia is worried about Carl. Says you know why didn't you use your gun? And he's like, well, I didn't want to bring more closer if there are more. Um, and like I said, come to find out, it's many years after uh, 192, after Rick's death. Um, Herschel, uh, Glenn and Maggie's son, is an entrepreneur, I guess. And, you know, the, the communities basically have, I wouldn't say eradicate, but they've, severely reduce the amount of zombies. So the communities are safe. And so safe enough that the children that are growing up now have never seen one. Wow. Um, so Herschel is capitalizing on that fact and he basically has a traveling zombie show. He's got a wagon that he locks them up and he brings them from town to town and he charges money and that's how he makes his money. Um, one of his zombies escaped and oh. that, that's what made its way to uh, Carl. So, you know, Herschel says, oh, great, you found it. And then Carl punches him in the face and mm -hmm. says, no, I killed it. And then Herschel gets pissed. He's like, well, that was my property. You got to pay me or, you know, you're going to be in trouble. Um, we come to find out that Michonne is like high, high. No, she's high judge, basically, um, of the land or wherever they're at. Um, you know, Carl said Carl lives kind of in the outskirts of town because he doesn't want to deal with all the people. Um, and, you know, there's this whole trial. Uh, and eventually, you know, Michonne has this great speech um, about, you know, what happened and all this stuff. And, uh, but uh, Maggie is like president uh, of, the, of the, the whole community, of the world, whatever. Um, it's cool because uh, you know you you get glimpses of these different people. Like Eugene is working on a, a basically a railroad to connect. They're they're kind of in the east, you know what I mean? And they're trying to connect to the west because there's people over there that have survived. So you know that's. A, Do you have like radio contact now, or? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. Um, yeah. So there's a trial. Um, you know. Basically, initially, Carl is let off with a hand, a slap on the hand, says, don't do it again. 
Um, but then he goes back to uh, uh, Herschel's wagon and basically kills all the rest of the zombies. And a big F you to, you know, Herschel and his whole idealistic, because Carl's thing was, you know, we survived this, so we shouldn't even have these things around, you know what I mean? My dad went through so much, and that was kind of a, I think they kind of overdid it, you know, on, you know, Rick's importance and, you know, how good he was, but I get it, and, uh, but that was Carl's whole thing, like, my dad, my dad, my dad, and, you know, but nobody really appreciated, you know, what happened. Um, <clears throat> Him and his uh, former whisper girlfriend, um, they kind of run errands for everybody. Uh, and you find out that uh, Negan is still alive, but he's kind of a recluse. Okay. So he's he's another one that lives on the outskirts, but they drop care packages for him, food and stuff like that. Um, so he's kind of changed his ways. He's like, I'm just going to be a hermit over here. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Um, How old is um, Carl's daughter? Does the show kind of hit? Yeah, it shows. I think it's probably 10, 12. So we're looking at like a 15-year jump. I'm thinking, yeah, a good 15-year jump. Um, Avex said eventually, you know, Carl is put on trial for killing all of Herschel's zombies. Um, but like I said, you know, Michonne is the, the high judge or whatever, and she basically lets him off and says, look, you know, he's right. You know, his dad led us through uh, what they call the trials, uh, essentially the, you know, the Walking Dead comic book when the zombies took over and the people were just trying to survive. That's what they call it, the trials. Um, you know, he's able to go home. Um, and that's a cool, like I said, a cool statue of, uh, so basically 191 when he makes that impassioned speech about, oh, okay. you know, uniting and don't, we shouldn't fight, we should, you know, uh, fight together and not against each other. Um, like I said, Carl's able to go home uh, and basically it ends with him basically telling a story to his daughter about his dad. Wow. So it was, it was very good. Um, you know, I I love the book. Like I said, it's one of my favorite comic books. Um, actually, my, my the favorite. Um, there's tons and tons of variant covers, you know, so it makes collecting them uh, a bit of a chore, but, you know, it, it's really cool to, to do. What is your favorite art of the whole thing? Uh, I liked early on. Like I said, I, I, didn't, I didn't find The Walking Dead until, like, issue 40. Um, that's right, away, right around where, like, Tyrese dies. Um, yeah, just yeah, the prison. And the governor, I, I probably like that. Those were, like I said, it was early on where you know the story was still fresh and you're still getting used to the world. And like I said, it, it gets kind of stale, you know, definitely around All Out War. Um, and then it kind of refreshes a little bit, but still, it's you know, there's not, same old, same old yeah, there's not a lot more they can go. So I think him ending it is actually smart. really smart. So, do you think you should end it earlier or? Uh, maybe, yeah. They, they, he, I mean, there's you know some storylines that didn't really need to be told, but I, I, say, I love the way he ended it. You know, with the the time jump and like I said, just out of nowhere. You right. know what I mean, I guess uh, this is a story that I, I've heard a few times that when he was pitching it to uh, I forget whoever, to whoever at Image, um, you know, they're like. 
zombie comic books don't sell. <laughs> so I, I get your love for zombie movies and doing an, uh, a non-ending zombie movie, but they just don't sell. And he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, this one's different because it's it's all about zombies or not zombies, uh, aliens, and they're controlling the dead and they're just trying to take over. And that's kind of what got them to you know to sign off on it. And said okay, oh, wow. and you know once he started making the books, they um, made it. Damn, this is good. Yeah, it was good and it sold. You know what I mean? And then the the guys in charge like, so when do the aliens come in? They, didn't they do like a one episode, a comic uh, book they, where yeah. he woke up and like people were superheroes too, right? Yeah, so they did, um, you know, and then like I said, once they asked him, he's like, well, well, I lied about that. And they're like, oh, okay. But he was, you know, selling so much they didn't care. Um, yeah, there's, a, I believe it was 75 where they kind of paid homage to that fact that they ended it by you know aliens attacking and stuff like that um issue 50 there was a variant cover where they were like superheroes which okay. was amazing yeah that, that's probably my favorite cover you know it's got the uh, governor and rick and michonne and everybody as superheroes so it was really cool all right so that's the walking dead huh yeah i don't think it was as good as I was hoping, but you know, it's a it's a filler episode. Um, hopefully, next week we can get back to Thrones. No, that was fine. Um, it was it was good. It's interesting. Like, I just for me, it's the main hero. I, I'm cool with him dying, but I feel like that should have ended the story. You know, I could have done without hearing about Carl. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but it was only one more issue. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting. The Walking Dead. So, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Out of the Loop podcast. Again, we are on Instagram at OOTLpod. I'm working on our Twitter. Um, we just need to make a new one. Yeah, I think we're going to yeah, have to. It's going to have to be different then. But yeah, so I'm glad you guys tuned in. Next episode will be the Explain of Thrones. So we'll start off Season 5, Episode 1 of Game of Thrones. Uh, but again, thanks for... Uh, listening to the Out of Loop podcast. Winter's coming. <laughs>